When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. we are. And you know what? Let's talk about a couple of futures bets real quick. This is how good things are looking for uh, the great Tony Gonsolin. I got a question for you. If uh, you were going to do one or the other, what are you going to do? Tony Gonsolin to win the NL Cy Young at plus 500 or Shohei Otani to win the AL MVP at plus 550. I've been saying all year long that Tony Gonsolin is not going to win the Cy Young. And let me tell you why I'm wrong. Because quite frankly, as much as I want to ignore Sandy Alcantara and everything he's done this year, by the way, the Dodgers knocked him out in the third inning the other day. Yeah. The Dodgers are this good. That, that, that that's how good the Dodgers are what Sandy Alcantara has pitched under seven innings two games this season Dodgers knocked him out in the third like it was nothing this team is ridiculous Tony Gonsolin has a 198 ERA I believe uh the Dodgers have lost one game that he has started I, I want to make that abundantly clear it's not that like he's 16 and one he is he's 16 and one he's gotten one loss I'm including his no decisions the Dodgers have lost a game that he has started. That's unheard of. That's insane. That's Cy Young caliber stuff. Tony Gonsolin's win the Cy Young award. I'll take Tony Gonsolin at plus 500. He's been my moneymaker. Every time I see him on my Bleach Report app and I see that he's pitching, I throw, I hammer Unreal. run line every single time. It's very, very automatic. Dude, and it's I, what are you talking about? Easy. Automatic when he's it's automatic. The Dodgers Every run time. line is an automatic bet now. I yeah. I, I want to thank you, Mario, because I constantly text you now. Hey, what's the Dodgers at percentage wise on the run line? And the number just keeps going up every time I text you. It's oh, yeah. like, hey, Deck, yeah, they're at sixty three percent. Yeah, Deck, they're at sixty four percent. Yeah, they're at sixty four point eight percent. Like, by God, I this is I don't care who the Dodgers are playing. I'm playing run line Dodgers every single night. Literally every single night, and it. Kind of sucks, too, because it's like, oh, the L.A. wins again. But it is very fun to watch. And speaking of L.A. and the Dodgers, let's do the next one. Mookie Betts to win NL MVP 3-1 uh, to one, or Manny Machado, same odds to win NL MVP. Isn't it 30 to 1? 30 oh, 30 to 1. 30 to 1. I'm sorry. Both, yeah, 30 to 1. Both have really fallen down quite a bit. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of the two, like I mentioned, the vibes ain't right in San Diego, dude. No, wrong San Diego. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I've been saying all year I thought Mookie Betts was going to win the NL MVP. And I don't think it's out of the realm still. You, you put a good September along. Say he goes off in September the way he went off in May. Mm-hmm. I mean, that May was an insane. We were talking about Mookie Betts. Like, oh, is Mookie Betts the greatest player living at that month? Yes, he was. He could absolutely do that again and get himself back up here. If I was going to take a flyer on one of the two, it's going to be Mookie Betts all day. Same with me. I mean, he's just a beast. Like we said, I took a ticket on him early. I believe I took it a month ago. I had to cash it out because 
I needed one more parlay. I needed a little extra cash for it. But <laughs> I got the ticket pretty good. And I don't know what's going on in San Diego, San Diego where it's just such a struggle. My question for you is for Mookie Betts to really win this, what player kind of needs to slow down? I feel like right away it's Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, well, for everyone, it's Paul yeah. Goldschmidt. Uh, he He's insane. Stop. I, Listen, I've been fading. When I say fading Goldschmidt, that's the wrong way to say this because I've, I've been expecting him to play great all year. It's more I'm waiting for him to hit a lull. Yeah. Whether it's a week, two weeks, maybe even a month that's a little down, like where he hits like 198 for a month. You know, everybody has that. Paul Goldschmidt hasn't had that. Paul Goldschmidt's every week just keeps getting better and better. And be you, no one does that at third. No one has... A, a uphill trajectory all season long when they're 35 years old. I mean, it's unreal. It's his to lose at this point. And, and that's a you know a negative way of saying it. But God, two homers yesterday, one of which is just dead center in, in Wrigley. It just he's making baseball look so ungodly easy. It's it's like honestly incredible. And the other flip side to that, too, is this is going to sound so nerdy to me. But I've also noticed like his just kind of filled in at first is pretty impressive. There's like oh, three times. Good. Three times yesterday where I was like, when I saw the throw, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's perfect. We're going to get a run on. And he was able to make a play and still catch the ball. That is incredible. He's that's incredible. something that's very small thought. Uh, another name on here uh, that's also for the NL MVP, which I'm actually surprised is not a little shorter odds because it's 25 to 1. Austin Riley, 25 to 1, or Max Free to win the Cy Young, plus 1,000, which means 10 to 1. Uh, Max Freed is maybe the most underappreciated ace in Major League Baseball. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Of the two, by the way, I would honestly take Austin Riley, and I'm shocked that Austin Riley's 25 to 1 right now. In fact, Austin Riley should be like, on, on, honestly, the way Austin Riley's been playing, he should be under 10 to 1 right now. He should be under 10 to 1 to win this award. He should be, he should be like very close. Like, I'm talking plus, plus 600 to win this award. That's how good Austin Riley has been. He's not going to win the award. Max Freed. He started the year at 14 to 1. So I'm glad that he's you know rising up the ranks, but no, he's not going to be able to compete with Gonsolin. He's not going to be able to compete with uh Alcantara. I'll take Austin Riley with the value, but again, I don't think it's going to happen. And for whatever reason, he's not going to get the votes that he deserves. No, he's not, and I'm going to take him Austin Riley as well cuz I when I wrote this down the first thing I thought it was just Rob Brown and how long he's been saying it. And I was like this one's for Rob. Um, 31 home runs this year. Top for fourth in the MLB, batting batting 284, 82 RBIs. Um, he's he's been a stud, man. He's yes, a he has. good baseball player. And the Braves are hot, mm -hmm. and they're doing the thing they did last year. They got at the right time, and they're a team that's very much out to watch for. And I really hope they just whoop on the Cardinals. Well, keep in mind, there's still a full month of baseball to be played. Yes, full and they've caught up to the Mets. What they won? They have. Well, here's the thing. I don't, if if they if they end up overtaking the Mets in the East, that's not a failure on the Mets' part. No, but, no, no. But I want to point this out: the Mets do have a very favorable schedule going forward. A lot of after they play the Los Angeles Dodgers in a series, they don't have a single game against a team over 500. That's insane. So no. they're just gonna roll it. They should. They should have a nice, easy roll into October. I want to say that again. They should. Yes. They should. We've said we've that all, about a lot of teams. We've all seen what the Mets have done in the past year, so let's all mm, with bated breath, but I do believe this is a different Mets team. Uh, Yankees versus Padres World Series finalists, plus, plus 2,500, or Astros versus Braves, plus 1,600. 
Um, I can't put anything behind the Padres right now. No, nothing. I can't. Not I want to. I don't like it, but um, I would say we'll have a repeat of the Astros versus Braves. Right now, I'm not even sold the Padres are making it to October the way they're playing. I'm not sold just – well, first off, I'm not sold on the Yankees to begin with this. Like, that's another red flag to me, and I know it's because I'm a Yankee hater, and that's completely a reason in itself. But it's also – I think they're just kind of – the pressure is just kind of getting to them, I think. Like, when you look at the just the Yankees, they're an organization that the pressure is to always be in the World Series, always be a World Series contender, and always be in that championship spot, and they just haven't really been playing like that. And the Padres added all this talent – and the talent just hasn't really paid off. The Tatis Jr. situation seems like a huge distraction to it me. It is. And it's and it keeps developing. Like, what do we have this past week where he wasn't going to get a shoulder surgery, now he's getting surgery, and that just resurfaced the whole thing? Is a constant distraction that's clearly affecting this team, and I don't know what they need to do for it to not affect them anymore. Padres have been 4-6 and six in their last 10, and guess what? They are only up a game and a half on the final wild. This was a team that had that top wild card spot all season long. They have mm-hmm. fallen off hard and the Brewers who have not been playing good either at four and six, they are a game and a half behind the San Diego Padres. Um, Between these two teams, the Padres are a better team. They are a better offensive team. They are a better pitching staff. They have a better bullpen. I think the Brewers are going to catch him. I, yeah. I, they shouldn't. The Brewers are playing terrible, but They're awful. But the Padres are playing not good either. I'm worried about this team. This team should, this team right now, who has a 540 winning percentage, they're 68 and 58. They should have 75 wins right now. They should be this. They should have already. They should be getting ready to clinch a wild card spot in two weeks. I I'm not certain that they're going to clinch a wild card spot at all. I'm terrified for this Padre team. I'm terrified for him, and it makes me upset because I want to see Machado, Soto, Bell so all together I, in October. So do I. I so badly want to see it. I and and Brewers. you know what else I want? I know he hasn't pitched great with the San Diego Padres. He's had some bright spots this season, especially in the second half. But, man, I would love to see an October Blake Snell redemption story over yes. in San Diego. Say they get into October, and Blake Snell just goes crazy and just starts caning everybody and just has an October. Dude, what a story that would be. What a story that would be. Um, I have such high hopes for this Padres team. And yeah, uh, I just, I feel awful. This, this whole, this the last two weeks. I mean, the highs we felt when they got Soto and, and, and Hader and Bell. And now just. It fell hard. It's depressing. Yeah. It was like a roller coaster where you hit the top and you stop at the top and you're like, Oh, it's broken or something. And you just go right back down. That's kind of like what the Padres have done ever since they kind of made the trade. Well, 